Okay, ready? One, two, three, balls. Balls. All right, that was close enough, I think. <laughs> Looks uh, like I got about an hour 45 before I arrived there. Um, oh, all right, that should work. But, uh, you know, like I'm on the expressway, I'm on a... Uh, I don't know what I'm on right now, but I'm heading towards 271 North. So wait, you're actually the car's moving? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow, I can't hear at all. Like I would think I would have heard road noise and whatnot. No, no. Uh, I mean, it's I'm driving. I've been driving for a little bit because I wanted to get on something where I didn't have to make a lot of direct sure. like changes. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Get rolling. Yeah. Uh. All right, so I think, you know, normally we wouldn't do this, but I think we should explain to uh, the folks at home what's going on here today. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I think that that's appropriate. Yeah, uh, so we're trying something a little bit different today. Uh, Corey's on the road uh, for work, as far as I know. And, that's uh, right. So we're kind of semi, he, he's, he's, he's semi on location in that he's in his car somewhere between uh, Akron, Ohio, and... Uh, as Tim Rogers might say, hurtling down the freeway towards Erie, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes, at a, approximately 68 miles per hour. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, 65. You know, I have a kind of a rule. Oh. It's something my, my wife said, you know, if, you, if you're going to go over the speed limit, never go more than five miles over the speed limit. Oh. So, I, you know, you always set it like I always set it for four miles over a speed limit. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of traffic around right now, and I might be... I don't Are have the, the cruise control on. But once the cruise control is on, I'll set it for 69, nice. which is a nice speed to be going. Um, yes. Uh, are, do you think the... Are the police there more... Um, like, if you were going, like, 72, let's say, uh -huh. and a 65, do you think... Do you have a reasonable expectation that you would get pulled over if you drove right past, uh, like, a state police or highway patrol or whatever you guys call those guys. i i don't know i i have nothing to base it on because oh, okay. i've not gotten a ticket since i was 17 years old oh that's well that's very good i just i'm, yeah, I, I'm I, just asking because i feel like maybe it's almost like a regional thing where like here in california the speed limit is 65 on you know on paper but yeah. the actual speed limit is 80 so right. like, unless you're, <laughs> as long as you keep your speed in the seventies, you just, you're not going to get pulled over. And so everybody drives right. about 80 here. Well, I mean, when, you know, when I'm driving out of Cincinnati or something like that, you know, it's a 55 and a 65, but there's people just like blasting and I can't yeah. imagine that, you know, if everyone else is doing it, you know, why can't I? So I'll do it in that situation. But if I'm just like kind of cruising yeah. Down the expressway, there's nothing around me. I'm going to set it for four miles over the speed limit and just yep. like lock it in in the cruise control and yeah. just go. Lock it in. I, I, I'm a very defensive driver, perhaps. As you like, should be. That's, that's the best way to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't gotten a ticket since I was 17, and that was just for a headlight being out. It was. Oh, stupid. so you got like a fix it ticket? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I so mean, not that, even that a real was, ticket. That's good. Exactly. So, you know, I've made it this long. I can't break my streak. I don't want to break my streak. Yeah, it's like your it's like your no smoking streak. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to f that up. No. So, I mean, I think that some people maybe get annoyed with my defensive driving, but you know, I'd rather be, err on the side of caution because you don't know what other people are doing. Yeah, and you know, I think you never know 
if like if they could be on some something or yeah if i mean there's been like a couple of years ago there's a rash of people just getting in car accidents like around cincinnati because they were just like on opioids and like basically passed out while they're oh my driving God, that's awful yeah uh i mean so, i think you can also say it's pretty matter of fact that uh drivers have gotten worse in the last few years correct correct and i don't know i i don't know if cars themselves have gotten to be like they can take a greater impact or less because i mean they used to be just like these steel like super solid things yeah and now it feels like they're half plastic I mean, yeah. that, yes, that's true, but I think that uh, you're a lot better off getting into a major collision now than when. Like, I know it sounds on paper, it probably sounds good that like, oh, these cars were made of steel, but uh, you know, they have a lot more safety features now, and in yes. a lot of ways, you know, plastic can actually be good for that uh, as well. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but, uh, if you don't mind, I think that I want to jump right in and talk about the the elephant in the room. Okay. And uh, uh, that is the food that is currently being digested in your stomach. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. (laughs) You know, it was funny because the place that I was working at last night here in Akron was two blocks away from it. I could have gone and gotten dinner there last night if I wanted to. Yeah. But I think that they close at 3 p.m. Yeah, so a lot of delis aren't actually open for dinner. It's just a lunch thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're talking, you were, you, last time I was uh, going to Akron, you, you used to come here a lot for work, and you told me that I got to go to this place called Diamond Deli. I didn't come there a lot. I went, I was there f- at work uh, for two weeks, and oh. I, I ate there every single day. <laughs> and I got the same thing every day. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, there's there's a lot of. I got this. A lot the of Chads, sandwiches. You know, because you know yeah, it's, well, you, it's the Chad's. Wait till you hear this story. But if you're a regular, you just walk in there and you're like, "Hey, give me a Chad's." <laughs> yeah, and you know, I thought about getting it, but I, you know, I don't really care for rye bread. Oh yeah, then I mean, I, you know, you showed me what you got, which you should tell the folks at home. But it certainly looked good to me. Yeah, yeah, I got the uh, the Where's Jason. Yeah, where's Jason? Uh, That's what I want to know. Uh, you know, I immediately thought of the game Heavy Rain. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw the 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 clip from that, the glitch clip where it's uh you know, he goes, "Jason," he's like looking for his son in a busy shopping mall. Yeah. He's like, "Jason." He's like looking for his son. So, that's immediately what I thought of. I don't I don't think that this has anything to do with it. I oh, guess- you didn't you didn't ask like what the what the provenance of the name was? No, no. Oh, that's all right. But I'll tell you one thing is I got there right around 11 o'clock. Yeah. And I am very lucky that's when I got there because by the time I left, there was a line of people out the door. Oh, that that's normal, yeah. So, but when I got there, there was one person in front of me. So. Well, 11's pretty early to get lunch, so. Yes. I'm yeah. not and judging, only, I'm just I, saying that's why there was nobody in there. So I got that the the sandwich and I got uh, the matzo ball soup. 
that you mentioned. And yeah. you know, I've never had matzo ball soup. I always imagined it being like an Italian thing, but it's uh, it's kind of no, it's Jewish, kind of like chicken noodle. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had no idea. For some reason, I thought it was going to be kind of a red soup. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? I it was going to be. I didn't I've realize you'd before. never had. I didn't know that you'd never had matzo ball soup before. No, no, but it was, it was good. You didn't have matzo ball soup when we all went to Saul's Deli in Berkeley. I uh, I don't think so. Oh, all right. I don't. I mean, I don't remember. So that for the folks at home, Saul's Deli in Berkeley is also a Jewish deli. So of course they have matzo ball soup there. <laughs> but uh, you know, I went in there and I kind of explained. You know, I'm just passing through town, and uh, I had a friend who used to used to come here all bunches, and he said. You got to go here if you're gonna if you're gonna be an Akron. So here I am, and I tried to get you a shirt. Yeah, and I mean I appreciate that. I really just wanted you to enjoy the food and not worry about getting me a shirt, you know. But I, I wanted to get you a shirt, but they they didn't I, have any I appreciate of the, uh, the 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 correct size in short sleeve t shirt. So I can't I believe sure. that they didn't have any shirts in a size oh, the, svelte medium. A, they had a ton of shirts, but they just did not have. I don't wear a <laughs> yeah, and a medium. Yeah, I was, I was a, making uh, a yeah, joke. Yeah. You know, I wish I was a medium. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they didn't have like, the specific size. So, you know, the guy who was there was just like, "Oh, you know, just give me a give me a call in two weeks. We have a whole bunch of shirts coming, and I'll get you one. Yeah, I'll get one to you." Uh, he's like, "Just call up and ask for Brett," and you know, and I I remember and. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get one out to you. Yeah. So it was. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, so I ate, sat there and ate. I I only ate half my sandwich because you know it was it was a little early for, yeah. for lunch. So I got I got half that I can eat for for dinner. Yeah. So the where's Jason? Uh, it had like smoked turkey. Uh, what is it? Uh, gear, like the gear cheese. Is it gear? Gruyere. Yes. I, yeah, you know, I don't I don't say that word out loud very much. I get uh, it. it had a uh, bacon, uh, avocado, and mayo on uh, wheat bread, and it was toasted. Yeah, and it was so rich. It sounds it was, like you it. Know, yeah, uh, so I had half of it, and uh, the other one, other half is sitting one foot away from me in the passenger seat. That's Put exciting. A seatbelt around it. Yeah. And I'll I'll have it for uh for for dinner perhaps. But uh yeah, it was it was very good. The you know what? The people working there are super super cool and super nice. Yeah. Uh when I when I was looking for a shirt, like this other guy was like, "Oh, you know, like I'll go through like I can show you different ones that we have. I can I can see if I can dig out the correct size and you know, see what I can do." So it, they they really tried to make it happen, make the shirt happen. I appreciate that. They went through that. a lot of effort to try to make it happen, but you, you know, didn't I didn't want to take to, up their entire day. You didn't happen to ask them if they were interested in sponsoring a podcast, did you? No, but I should have. You should have. Hey, you want to sponsor? I, well, a, I could always if I have to call them up. Oh yeah, and I yeah. can uh, I can ask them then. So perhaps just perhaps tell them so. I'll wear I'll wear the shirt on the show. If they like FedEx overnight me one of those uh, Chad's wait till you wait till you hear this story <laughs> sandwiches. Okay, I'll I'll do that. I'll do yeah. that. They're not they're not going to get a better <laughs> deal than that. 
No. No. <laughs> uh, what else you got? I mean, you got anything else to bring to the table here? You're the one. You're the one out traversing the Midwest of America. Yeah, you know, it just got me thinking. You know, I I feel as though being out and about like this and driving is probably probably good for conversation because I can just come up with a whole bunch of stuff like based based on the things that I see. You yeah. Know? Hey, do you want to play uh, Slug Bug? We should play Slug Bug. What's 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 Slug Plug? Oh, it's I was, Slug Bug. It, I was making a joke, but it's like you know if you're in the oh. car with somebody. And you see a Volkswagen Beetle, whoever spots it first, punches the other person. Okay. And then you yell, slug bug. Okay. So, every, like, I think that that's a regional thing. Like, everybody has, or generational thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or regional and generational. Because uh, when I was growing up, we had a thing where if you, if you see a, a car with a headlight out, you, you had to say padiddle. And you had to, like, touch the ceiling. And then you can punch anybody in the arm who hasn't touched the ceiling yet. Oh. But that's... my daughter has a thing going with her friend that's, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot nicer. A lot, like, it does not involve any punching. But uh, if you see a yellow car, right, you reach over and you pinch the other person and you say, cheese squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so pin... I don't know, like, where that came from. But, you know, every time and there it's it's very funny because it has gotten into her whole like thinking and she can be in the middle of a sentence and she will see something and she will like not stop with what she's saying, but will reach over and like seamlessly integrate the words cheese squeeze into what she's saying. Wow. I mean, yes, you know, you're saying it's nonviolent because it's not punching, but I mean, Pinching can be worse than punching. Yeah, but but it is not like a like a like I'm trying to hurt you kind of pinch or make a mark. It's more like you know it's just like grabbing your arm and kind of squeezing a little bit of fat. Like my uh, my good friend Tony, that's when he was a kid. He would tell me that like that's how his mom would like discipline him in public. You know, like if they were at the store and he started acting up, <laughs> yeah, you know, she didn't want to smack him because you know they're in public, and so she'd reach yeah. over and just pinch him. But like, kind of hard. Yeah, <laughs> hard enough to uh, hurt, but not leave a mark. I guess. <laughs> I'm getting in the express lane here. You got to pay for that or what? No, no, it's just like a, it just splits off. Oh. A lot, of, you know, in a uh, lot of places that would be like a toll lane. Yeah. You know. But it's here, very classist. I think it's just, you know, going like. I don't know. It's like I'm gonna go around Cleveland. Yeah. Um. I guess. Hey, you know, there's a really good uh, botanical garden in uh, Cleveland. Just FYI. Oh. I don't know if you're fan because you mentioned that you you guys were gonna go check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, here a little bit later in the summer. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. If you get real month. bored, you can go to the botanical garden. I mean, I think it's nice, but you know. If you're that not into botanical idea. gardens, you're not going to. I guess it's like that, too. Oh, well, there you because, go. Because, you know, I'm I'm traveling up this way for work. And, I'm you know, after I go to Erie for tonight, then I'm staying a night there. And then I'm going to uh, my hometown of Jamestown, New York, which is about 45 to 50 minutes of a drive north from there. You know, Jamestown is right near us, uh, Chautauqua Lake. Uh, and... Um, 
I haven't been there since my mom moved away. Uh, and but the thing is, is you know, I'm going there. I'm going to be up in this area for work. But also, at the beginning of next month, we're we're taking a short little family vacation, and we're going up to Buffalo. But we're also going to stop in Jamestown then. But then we're going to drive back. And we were thinking about making some stops on the way back at the Rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame. But yeah. I wonder if, you know, like we could probably do the Botanical Gardens also because we, we, we could just like stay the night in Cleveland if we wanted to. Well, I mean, I just just, you know, go to the website and check it out and show it to your family and see if they would be into that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, I will. I mean, you have I to enjoy plants, I would say. Exactly. And, it, like, and, you know, like I said before that I, you know, when it comes to making plans, I'm very loosey goosey with it. I'm kind of just like, you know, like, just tell me what we're doing. And I think that this is maybe a way for, you know, my, my wife meeting me halfway. Like, she's making certain plans, but she says, you know, we're coming back. We don't have to be back until this certain day. We can stop and do whatever strikes our fancy on the way. You know, like, whatever we feel like. Or we could just come home. Yeah. But, I, but now I'm thinking, I've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And also, I, you know, I mean, I've driven past it. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would be very cool, especially for my daughter who's starting to get into music a bit more now. Yeah. So. So you're like, hey, I there's Bob good. Dylan's guitar or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that she you, knows very much about Bob Dylan. You could take him to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's not far away either. Uh, I'm sure they. Why, why does Cleveland have all these Hall of Fames, I wonder? Well, I mean, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio. Okay, and, well, that's right. Uh, that was, like, right where I was. Yeah, basically. and that that's uh, that's supposedly where, like, the NFL was was formed. There's a whole story about it. They even have oh, an exhibit, cool. actually, at the airport um, yeah, about that, the Akron Airport. And um, so that's why the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is there. I don't know why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, although I'm, I'm sure there's a good reason. Yeah, it's like a lot of these lesser popular cities probably had to uh, like you know how can we get more people to come here? Yeah, like I forgot let's, let's, uh, what I forgot the name of the town where the baseball Hall of Fame is. Um, it's in New York. I forgot where, but like it, it's only there because for a long time there was like an old wives' tale about how like that was where baseball was invented. Uh-huh. Uh, except then that got totally debunked, but <laughs> they didn't bother moving the the Hall of Fame. Dang, is it is it like it's not like Youngstown or something like that, is it? No, I I fr- it's funny because I have a one of my mugs, like a coffee mug that I always drink out of. I got it at a thrift store, but it's it's like an old mug from probably like the '60s or '70s from the Baseball Hall of Fame. And it says on it where the Hall of Fame is, and even though I drink out of that thing almost every day, uh, I can't remember. You the name can't of remember. Place. Well, you know, it's funny because you know it's it's good to have mugs from like places that you know are are famous in certain ways. You know, the my hometown of Jamestown, New York, is like actually like has a number of different things that it's famous for, and I have a mug that like lists all these different things. Didn't I, didn't the cult all kill themselves there? Didn't they drink? Wasn't that where the Kool-Aid thing happened? Jamestown? No, no. Not, I mean, as far as I know. So Lucille Ball from I Love Lucy is from there. Originally. Oh, like she was born there? Yes. That's that's pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah, and there's, you know, there's, because of that, there's this big, like, comedy center there now. It's kind of like a comedy museum. That they, you know, because they really embraced, growing up, they didn't really make a big deal about it, but in the last maybe 20 years or so, they've made a big deal about it and it's become more and more of a thing. Yeah. And uh, you might have seen the fact that they, they made some, someone made this bronze statue of Lucille Ball. And it's like, it's really, hor- it's really bad. And it just like looks scary. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Was it made so, for like to be put in Jamestown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the it's in a park in uh, Celeron, New York, which is like in Jamestown. So this this uh, this statue was was put there, and everyone just made fun of it, and it was like all over the internet. It was like an internet meme for a little while. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to look it up afterwards because it's it's very funny. Uh, it looks nothing like her. It's just it's really really creepy looking. Uh, so then. It, it came under so much fire that they hired somebody else to make a new one that looks much, much better. But I don't think that they removed the old one because... Oh, I figured they would have melted it, that thing down or something, you know? Well, that in itself is a reason for people to go and check it out. Oh, I got, <laughs> the, we, the we reason, gotta make the a side, that, side trip over here and go check out this, like, super ugly Lucille Ball statue. Yes. Well, you're seeing the... If you want to see one, you gotta see the one that everybody made fun of, too. That sounds like something that would have been on like National Lampoon's vacation, you know, like yes, like all right, but we're 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 gonna miss the House of Mud. <laughs> so, you know, it's like that's that's one of the things that it's known for there. Remember, uh, there, the there was other... that uh, there was that Weird Al Yankovic song, "The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota." You know, biggest ball of twine. Yeah, twine. Yeah. Okay, this like, so I assume that's just like a play on the biggest, like the giant ball of yarn or whatever. I guess it was the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. It's a good song. <laughs> um, so the other thing that Jamestown is known for, I mean, I don't know if they're really known for it, but it's it's mainly relevant for me because uh, I was because I was big, I was big into REM. I am like you know, REM is my favorite band. Oh, you like REM? It, yes. Oh, I that's do. cool. Believe like, it or not. I like them too. Uh, so, um, uh, Natalie Merchant from in the 10,000 Maniacs, you know who 10,000 Maniacs is? Yes. That's false advertising, yeah. by the way, but yes. Yeah, it's uh, Natalie Merchant is the, uh, you the know, is singer. The singer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then she, like, left the band and was, uh, you know, solo. And she's, like, released a bunch of albums. And she just recently came out with a new album for the first time in, like, 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so they're also from there. Oh, okay. She's also from there. But wait, what's that got to do with REM? Uh, because, well, Natalie Merchant and Michael Stipe were very close for a long time. Like, they toured together a bunch, like, early on. Okay. And, uh, you know, just the, the feel of 10,000 Maniacs and REM and, like, early REM are very similar, too. Oh, so you're saying, like, if you're a fan of one, you're probably a fan of the other. Yeah, and you you know that they have kind of like a little bit of a history, oh, together. You know, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Ten Thousand Maniacs and Natalie Merchant are from from there, and that's that's kind of cool. 
but it doesn't seem like they really play that up as much anymore. Or they, I don't think they ever did. Well, I mean, isn't Michael, I feel like Michael Stipe's kind of retired. I mean. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. I follow him on Instagram and see all the things he posts, and he just seems like he's living the good life at this point. Yeah, yeah. And he just, like, you know, he makes some sort of, he does, like, some artwork and stuff. Uh, my brother went to this festival. It, I think it was some music festival in North Carolina, a few, like, several years ago. And uh, he was performing like his solo stuff and also a bunch of his like artwork was there too that's cool all right so i was in the express lane going 71 i don't know oh man you're living on the edge now but it's saying on my on my google maps it said the speed limit was 60 and the uh you know after i passed the cop i'm just yeah. watching them in my mirror to see if they uh if they pull out and it did not happen Hey, can you do me a but, favor? If you get pulled over, don't hang up the phone and don't stop the recording. I might, that I might have be, to take the uh, thing out of my. I know, I'll, I'll but we can all listen out of my that, he- that ear. But that would be great radio. Yeah. Um. So just driving here. Yeah. Do you have any like really ridiculous stories about driving? Like, has anything really stupid happened to you while you're driving? Like what? Because I, I I have one that I oh well, I mean, I, well then I you tell me yours stupid. and maybe that'll it'll jog my mind. I mean I'm not really sure what you're getting well, at. So with my first car, I was uh, well. First of all, what was your first car? My first car was a uh, Plymouth Horizon. Oh wow! It was very much like a uh, it's like a hatchback, like a Dodge Omni type thing. Okay. Uh, and I I mean I, did I tell did I talk about this on on here where I had the it was. It was a uh, like an like a old vehicle from you know the business that my dad was running. Yeah. Uh, as a you know home security business, and he, you know he's get they were getting a new car, a new vehicle, so they were taking this and put like taking it off the road. And uh, you know it was it was just like not very good. It lasted about a year, but it didn't have a tape player in it. Or anything in it. Like it didn't have a radio at all? I, it might have had a radio. Okay. But it did not have... Tape player. Any, any, like a tape player, which is, okay. you know, I'm a, I'm a teenager. That's like, I wanted a tape player, right? Of course, so I can yeah. listen to my mixtapes, right? Yeah. Uh, so we pulled out the radio, and uh, he had an extra tape player, but it didn't fit. So it was like wired in but jammed in between the two front seats (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of awesome right i mean it works yeah it works yeah uh so but that's not even the crazy story no that's not even the crazy story i mean that's pretty good yeah but uh it was it was very shortly after i'd gotten the car and i thought that there, like, I could not figure out how to. I don't know if it was. I pulled some lever because I needed to do something, and I accidentally pulled the pop the hood lever, and I didn't know it. And I was driving home, and my hood flew up, like straight up. And I was, wow! Like, were you like on the freeway? I was on the. I, I mean. 
I was in a busy area and it was it was very cold and snowing and icing out uh and my my hood flew up and i'm i'm very lucky that it did not just like rip off yeah and go flat that happens right yeah exactly i mean that it, it was i mean maybe you know, not I rip off but like come all the way up against the 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 and like like uh, smash windshield the, you know yeah or windscreen if you're listening from from britain great britain <laughs> but but uh yeah, it's it was incredibly stupid, but you know I laugh about it every once in a while because I can't believe that it didn't turn out worse than it did because yeah. the potential was there for it to be very very bad. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know how I managed to do that. I don't just know. a lack of experience. Just, just randomly pulling levers in the car, you know. Yes. Oh, this must I don't be remember a, what I was trying to do specifically. I mean... Turn on the AC or something, maybe. This must be the AC probably, lever. Probably. Well, I yeah. mean, the AC bar- or the in the heat barely worked. So, yeah. uh, when I would be, like, you know, because, you know, in, in Jamestown, Western New York, you know, it's, it would get very cold and snow a lot. And the, uh, the windshield would only defrost enough that a little tiny spot in the very center <laughs> would de-ice yeah. and i'd have to like like kind of hunch and look through it oh, when gosh. i was driving like that that's pretty dangerous yeah uh i mean this thing is yeah i mean it really was like a death trap i guess yeah uh, there was one time where i was driving to school and it was it was icing and uh i like totally started sliding and I spun like down the road and uh, I didn't go off the road or anything. I just like ended up in the other lane, like facing the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> so I could just like start driving back and like, you know, turn around again. Wow. Um, there was one time and this, this, and this is real stupid and this, but this is intentional. That's the best uh, kind they, of stupidity is the intentional. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we thought this was real. We thought it was very, very funny to the point where we were were laughing so hard that we were crying, where we would take, you know, you know how you can take your windshield wipers and pull them away from uh, your, you know, to if you need to, like, use like an ice scraper or something, you can take your windshield wipers and pull them away and they will like stick straight out. Yes. Yes. And they just lock in that position. Yeah. Well, we thought it was the most hilarious thing to put him in that position and then just drive around, <laughs> drive around town, and like you know, pretending that we didn't notice <laughs> notice it. Yeah. And people would kind of like try to get our attention, and we thought it was very funny just to like turn them on when they're like that, and they would just <laughs> slightly move. I, it's yeah. it's so dumb, and I feel like it's something that maybe is only funny when you're. 17 years old well it, but just, it was so funny it just kind of reminds me when you said that it reminds me and probably other people too of the the scene in planes trains and automobiles where uh uh john candy and steve martin are driving down the freeway and they're they're in the they're on the wrong side of the freeway yeah you know they're going the wrong way and like the car comes up next to him and is trying to tell him you're going the wrong way and like you know john candy <laughs> just thinks that they're drunk or you know yeah, yeah. Of course, he wasn't doing that on purpose, but you know, I was saying if you were doing that on 
per- that's right. That's kind of where I thought you were going with that. Is that people were going to say like, "Hey, your windshield wipers are sticking out," and you were going to just be like, "Okay, weirdo." <laughs> no, no. I mean, people are just trying to be like, "Oh," like pointing at them. Yeah. And it's kind of like, of course, of course, we know, but you know, we just want to pretend that we don't know. Yeah. And it's 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 more just it's just. just it was so funny, but you know, I think when I was mentioned the uh, the windshield or the the uh, the hood flying up, right? Like, yeah. That makes me think of Tommy Boy when the because in that movie the uh, the the hood flies up and it rips off. Yeah, and flings down the road. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot less common. Oh, that's definitely a lot less common. Yeah, I mean, I I can't not think about what other people thought when they saw that happen, coming the other way. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god," or if they thought it was funny, or I, like I feel like I would think it was funny if I saw it happen, as long as it didn't rip off and you know fly into another car or something like that. I mean, I think I would just be worried about the person's safety if I saw yes. that. Like, oh my god, I hope they were able to pull over and. But 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 would you? Would you laugh about it afterwards? Probably. I mean, unless I saw some news story that something bad happened, I'd, I mean, I'd probably yeah. think it was pretty funny. Yeah, how can you not? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like I can think of any stories I have like that. It's just like when you you tell those stories, it just reminds me of like, um, we've actually only, between the two of us, my wife and I, we've only ever had four cars, which yeah, I, I just say that. We've only ever had four cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, and I say, like, only four because, like, you know, we're both in our mid-40s, and so, like, a lot of people, between two people, you would have had more cars than that, I guess. Although that's not yeah, technically it, true. I've, I I had a couple cars when I was younger, but uh, they didn't – I couldn't – they weren't really usable for one, re- one reason or another. But um, uh, the first car that we ever got after we got together – was uh, this 1969 Volkswagen Beetle. Oh. And, um, you know, everybody always talks about, not anymore. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, sadly, like as time goes by, you see less and less of those on the road. But like, you know, when I was growing up, there were like air-cooled Volkswagens everywhere. And, right. um, you know, but people would tell me like, oh, that's a great car. Those cars are so reliable because they're so simple and there's not a lot that can go wrong. Because, like, just off the top of my head, I can think of, like, four times that that car left me stranded on the side of the road, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. for one reason uh, one reason yeah. or another. But um, I, I swear I've told this story somewhere before, but uh, I don't know why. It's just my favorite one. But the last time that this happened, I was just driving home from work. So, so that car, we got that car first, and then uh, my wife got a nicer car because she had to commute like on the freeway to work and neither one of us thought like I don't really want you driving that car on the freeway um <laughs> just because that car doesn't go faster than like 65 or 70 and like I got done saying like nobody drives that slow anymore and so it just yeah. seems unsafe and plus the car is so tiny uh you know relatively speaking and so anyway so so she bought like a, a Volkswagen Jetta that she would use to commute to work and like I didn't oh, have nice, to commute yeah. on the freeway and so I was fine like I would just like that that beetle became like my daily driver, you know. Yes. And uh and then we we moved so that we no longer lived in the same town where I work. 
and I, I would still use it to commute, but I would just take like a country road instead of the freeway, which I was totally fine with. But um, anyway, so I'm driving home from work one day and um, the accelerator cable. So, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, two things you have to know. Uh, it's an old car, so it has a carburetor and mm-hmm. uh, and it has a rear engine. So uh, there's literally like a braided steel cable that goes from the accelerator cable or the accelerator pedal under your foot. It goes under the car through like a conduit and then up into the engine bay. And the other end of that cable is attached to the throttle on the carburetor. And that's how you go, you know. And anyway, right. I'm I'm driving the car and then like the 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 gas pedal just like falls to the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, what the H is going on here, right? But at this yeah. point, like this car has done some variation of this to me so many times that I'm like, it's just like what now, you know? And so I pull over to the side of the road and uh, I kind of, I'm checking out the accelerator cable and it's all floppy. And then so then I go around to the back and I, I pop the deck lid on the back of the car. And uh, and I can see that the that the throttle cable is just like loosey goosey, and <laughs> but I was really I was only like a mile from home, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so close, I almost made it. Like I, I'm trying to think of like, okay, what can I do, right? Right. Um, because it's just the cable just snaps. So it's not like the engine died. It's just the engine just started idling, right? Because it's like from the engine's perspective, you're just not giving it any gas anymore, right? Right, so the right. engine was just idling, and I'm like, okay, well, what can yeah, I do so to get coast, home? You can coast it out. Well, kind of. So what I ended up doing, I didn't have any tools. Like, normally with a car like that, you would carry tools in the car. Uh, I'm dumb, so I didn't have any. And so I took a credit card out of my wallet, and I used it to uh, uh, turn the idle screw as far as it would go. Because, you know, on a carburetor, you adjust the idle with a screw. And uh, I turned the idle screw as far as it would go to get the idle RPMs as high as possible. And uh, that was enough that I was able to drive the car home in first gear. Holy cow. Without killing the engine. You feel you must have felt pretty proud after that. I kind of, I, I, yeah, I think I came home and was kind of bragging to my wife, like, hey, guess what I just did? <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was an easy fix. You know, I just had to get a new accelerator. Like, I was able to do that myself because it's easy. Yeah. But, but we just sold that car a couple of years ago. We had that car for like almost 20 years. That's that's a pretty good run. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the only other one, like, I mean, the first car I ever had, I, I never even got to drive it. I inherited it from my grandma. And it was a pretty nice car. It was, I mean, it was a Ford Taurus station wagon. So it's not exactly like, you know, something you're using to pick up the ladies, but uh, I mean, it was a late model car and it was, you know, it was just a nice, you know, big like land boat that you'd like to cruise around in. Um, yeah. But I was never able to actually drive it because like uh, I was waiting until I could like legally take possession of it. And it took so long that the car, the car sat for so long that like, I don't fully understand this, but I guess like the oil had like turned into this glaze inside the engine and in a way that's not fixable like it ruined the engine weird just and from so like I, sitting so long or? yeah and so i ended up having to sell the car to somebody that had an engine they could because otherwise the car was great it just needed a new engine and so like right 
you know, this person was able, they, they bought the car so that they could put a new engine into it or whatever. But uh, that kind of sucked. And then uh, subsequent to that, like I ended up buying a car off of a coworker. Uh, it was an old like 1971 Volvo that like, like here in California, we don't have like, well, I mean, in the mountains it's different, but I'm saying like where I live, we don't get snow, right? So they don't salt the roads. And so, like, cars right. here didn't really rust, you know? Right. But I mean, now... some someplace that that did have snow, even for a little bit, it would probably cause right. some actual damage. Right. And this was an older car, so the car was still all made of steel. And so, like, I buy this car off of this guy, and it just has all these rust holes in it. But he only wanted 500 bucks for it, and it was a Volvo. I'm like, hey, it's a Volvo for, yeah, for, yeah. for 500 bucks. And I, I that car only ran for, like, two weeks. Like, I basically, I paid 500 bucks to rent a car for two weeks and then it <laughs> sat in my driveway like like I ended up finally moving off to college and that car sat in the driveway for like years oh wow my mom was like well I, I like leaving it there because it looks like somebody's home so she would like wash the car so yeah, that it didn't yeah, look like it had been that. sitting there and then she finally like donated it to somewhere but it, that's the only car I've ever even I've ever been in or seen that had a manual choke like a like a lawnmower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. It. So That's... you like like underneath the steering wheel, right? Is that yeah? What it you was? had to pull the choke out and then turn the car yeah. on, and then you'd sort of slowly push the choke back in as the engine warmed up. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like there was like one of my grandfather's cars. We call it the Scout. I don't know why, but it's like this red truck, and I feel like that one did. But I was so young. Well, wasn't I? Didn't somebody make like a little sort of like SUV looking thing that was called a Scout? It, it might have been, yeah. I mean, if if it was called Scout, then it probably was. Yeah. What it was called? Because I don't did know you, what else. Why we would have called it that if it wasn't actually called that? Did you or anybody in your family ever get into like naming your cars? Uh, no. But you know, my dog is named after apparently, uh, my wife's grandma like named her car nelly no that's like yeah. our dog i think of no because like you know my... when i so so i talked about that first car and i guess that i had a friend who named it i don't know why he named it this but so it on this it was like kind of a baby blue color yeah and was uh, it a sedan the, no well no the uh the uh plymouth horizon that i oh. had like the hatchback, right? So, uh, it was it was a baby blue color, and it had, you know, the uh, the security systems business's logo on the side. Oh. And my dad's like, oh, well, just like I got that kind of that that paint. We'll just paint over it. Oh, I figured he would say leave it because it was free advertising. Yeah, I mean, he shoulda. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, I wish that he had, uh, but he's like, I don't know why he thought. We could just like spray paint over it, and we did, and it looked horrible. Oh, I can imagine. But it was, and it was obviously not the same color. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had a friend who, like, because of that, he, he, I don't, I don't know where he got this from, but he, he called the car, he called it the the two toned Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what, like, what that means or why. Yeah. I don't, it but just that's sounds just cool. like that's it just it just sounds cool yeah 
Uh, when I was in high, when I was in high school, my friend Travis had a Mazda GLC uh-huh. that he got from his grandparents or something, like inherited it or whatever. It was a hand me down, and which is funny because right. like you know, I feel like nine times out of ten, if somebody gets a car from their grandparents, it's in like you know, it's been meticulously maintained and is in like immaculate condition. And like that was the case yes. with this. Like this guy had this Mazda GLC that you know was probably like ten years old, but was in like great condition. But we all joked, including him, that GLC stood for giant load of crap. <laughs> GLC, I, I, I get it. I think it was supposed to stand for like great looking car. Someone can look that up. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this right now, like Google Mazda GLC and see what GLC stands for. Yeah. GLC. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it makes it sound cool. Anyway, I was just asking because my my wife told me told me the other day. I think it, like her coworkers or something just got a new car, and yeah. they were they had mentioned like, oh yeah, we're still trying to think of a name for it, and it just reminded me of like when I was a kid. I feel like that was a more common thing. Like my aunt and yes. uncle, they named all their cars, and like the only one yeah. I remember for some reason, my uncle drove a maroon Volkswagen bus, and uh, it was named Cecil. That's cool. Which I thought you pronounced that Cecil. Like whenever I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy two slash no, four, no. I say Cecil. Uh, really? Uh, I don't. I, I don't I, actually I cannot, know. I, I Cecil is the uh, the correct pronunciation. Yeah. It, like apparently, like officially, you know, they they when they say his name in in like like Final Fantasy Dissidia, like the fight the fighting game on the PSP. Yeah. Like they say Cecil. But yeah. I just can't, I can't, just can't do it. It's gonna, he's always gonna be Cecil to me. Yeah. So that's just that's just the way it is. Even if it's, it's, it's the same thing with Final Fantasy X. You know, I think the, the uh, official way to say the name is is Titus, but I can't not say Titus. Oh yeah, I would. It's Titus, like Christopher yes. Titus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the the Titus is the way that they uh, uh, like officially say it. So I don't care for if that. I if it, you know I'm if I can't condone you know saying Titus, yeah. I'm definitely not going to condone saying Cecil. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, just quick postscript to to that. Uh, like I'm talking about this is when I was like in kindergarten. He had Cecil, and um, for reasons we won't get into, I, I didn't get to see my uncle for a very long time. And uh, it wasn't until a few years ago that I saw him again at uh, sadly at my aunt's funeral. So that's not fun. But, uh, you know, I I really liked my uncle a lot when I was a kid. So I really it was exciting for me to get to see him again. Like if there was anything positive to take out of, you know, my beloved aunt aunt dying, at least I got to see my uncle hack. And um, he had mentioned that Cecil finally uh, uh, went off to the great beyond, like, th- and this was like you know, forty years later almost that he had kept Cecil right. going, but finally uh, a tree fell on it, and that uh, it took a, it took a tree yeah, to take down yeah, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil. Yeah, you want to you want to take out Cecil? You got to come heavy. <laughs> uh, hey, anyway, uh, we should probably let the folks at home know that. Uh, you're listening to episode 34 of Here's My Question for You. Uh, I, I I went a little off script this time. 
which I guess maybe is going on script since normally we don't have a script. Uh, uh, I googled the number 34 out of curiosity to yeah. see is there anything I can say like, oh, it's it's the whatever episode. And like the only thing I could see that was halfway interesting. Well, not interesting to me. Apparently, there's a Dave Matthews band song called number 34. But uh, oh, OK, yeah, personally, not a Dave Matthews band guy. So uh, I was not excited particularly by that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've seen, I saw Dave Matthews Band once. I was never a huge fan. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's another one of those bands where, uh, you know, like Fish or Grateful Dead. Yes. People will, yes. you know, just follow them on tour for, you know, years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw them once as enough. Because, you know, like, even though I wasn't a huge fan, I can't deny that the album Crash was such was such a huge thing when I was in high school. It was, yeah, for sure. Yeah, whether or not you really liked it, it's, I think a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, it's like, I can, I can enjoy this, this yeah. album. Yeah. You know, I, I always wonder, because I know that, I know at least one person who says, you know, like, I lost... I lost my virginity listening to oh, God. Crash in the Main. And I wonder how common that was in the year of 1997 to 1998. I wonder how many people out there lost their virginity listening to that song. That's I can honestly say that is not something I have ever thought of. Well, but I mean, I don't think I would have ever thought about it unless I heard somebody say that they, they, they did. Yeah. But then it gets me thinking... I wonder how many people, probably tens of thousands of people, honestly. I mean, you could probably say that about a lot of songs, though. You know? Yes, yes. But I think that from, from the years of, I don't, I don't know what year that album came out. I want to say that it came out in 1997. We can just go with that because I, I have no idea. Yeah, but I guarantee you from the year of for the year that that came out more people lost their virginity listening to that song than any other song hey if anybody out there is listening or watching and you lost your virginity to crash by <laughs> dave matthews band uh please send an email actually directly to Corey. i don't want to know about it but he seems highly interested in the subject or if he knew anybody that did i want to yes. just it's just like a very rough you know survey yeah you know and just to get an idea yeah just to, to confirm to confirm my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had two things I wanted to bring up that are semi-related. So I don't know what order to do them in, but uh, sure. Uh, one of them just since you're driving right now. Yes. Uh, I thought you should rattle off some cool songs that you like that are about driving. Just uh, rattle off some songs that are about driving. Yeah, that like, I, like, I mean, uh, just like, like, like on like the road again. Um, mm. can it be, uh, Carefree like, Highway by Gordon Lightfoot? That's a good song. How about, uh, um, how about Roll with the Changes with, uh, by REO Speedwagon? Does that count? I don't, like, I don't know if that song's about driving, but I, I mean, I can list a lot of songs that I've listened to that I enjoy listening to while I drive. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Who's... <laughs> Yeah, I um let's see. Uh 
you know, can you just like you you put some thought into it? Like you got some other suggestions? I can let you know if. Uh, what was that Gary if, Newman song about cars? Is it just called Cars or Car? You know, here in my car, I feel. Life is how about Life is a Highway? I hate that song. God, I hate that song. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. It's. I mean, I just don't like that song. Uh, yeah, you know, well, especially like the uh, what is it, the Rascal Flats version that was in the movie Cars. Yeah, I mean, I can. I don't I can, like any version. I can uh, enjoy the uh, the original. You know. Oh, uh, the, Roland by first... Limp Biscuit. No, that's that. Well, that is about driving, and it I feel is. like that was in a. That may have been in the trailer for the first Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, uh, I feel like half of the Beach you know, Boys songs were about cars. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to delay to give myself some more time to think about it. But, you know, I'm thinking about Life is a Highway. And I had that song on a CD sampler that it may have, may have been the second or third CD I ever owned. Sorry, which song? The the song Life is a Highway. Oh, sorry. The, we're uh, still talking about that. The, I was trying to. I hate that song. Yeah, I, I, to... I know that you're trying to get away from it. But yeah. I just wanted to talk about it because it just spurred this memory of i i'd never owned the only album i owned with that song on it was was a cd sampler that was released to promote crystal pepsi oh and it and it had that song on it and it had uh, i don't remember any other songs on it except for it had a a cover of uh what is it pictures of matchstick pictures of matchstick men did yeah, it have is it or in a, in a version of a, uh, a, a Cats in the Cradle song. Oh. Hey, did it have um, Right Now by Van Halen? No. Because remember, that no, was in the commercial. It, how, how about, a, <laughs> what about I Can't Drive 55 by Sammy Hagar? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Did you ever drink, uh, I, I, I remember when Crystal Pepsi came out, and I remember those commercials with, with the Van Halen song in them. Yeah, oh, yeah, Right Now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, you know, ever that see? Song... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Are you going to talk about the the Lake Erie Crystal Gravy? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> the Lake Lake. Yeah, you know, I always thought it was funny because you know I I grew up relatively close to Lake Erie. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying there was a real thing? I was talking about the Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah, and no, I'm talking about I'm talking about oh, the, okay. like the SNL skit too. It yeah. was only funny because, it, oh, I mean, it was really funny to me because. <laughs> Because of uh, I, I grew up like relatively close to Lake Erie, and yeah. you know there was a, a while there where Lake Erie was the, you know, like the most polluted of the Great Lakes, or like of like all like bodies of water or something like that in yeah. North America. But I just remember that that SNL commercial, and there's like syringes and stuff in it. I mean, I don't remember. Are you sure you're not conflating two different things? Because I remember the Crystal Gravy commercial. I don't remember anything about Lake Erie or syringes. No, no, the uh, the SNL skit. It was just like when they used to do the commercials, like the yeah. fake commercials. No, I know what you're talking about. Crystal Gravy. I, just, I remember it, that. Was, I'm saying I don't remember syringes or Lake Erie being a part of that. Yeah. I just remember the, them. I, I think they were pouring it the, over like mashed potatoes and, and turkey. Right. And then somebody was like sure pouring the, it on their the, body. And they, they, they even did a good job of having that song that sounds like Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. That was I, like know, I, that was the to... golden era of like SNL doing because remember they used to always do those fake commercials in the same spot in every show. It was after like you yeah. had the cold open and then the monologue, 
and then a fake commercial, and then a commercial break. Right. And that's when they had like you remember the colon bo- uh, colon blow commercial with yes. uh, Phil oh, Hartman, yeah. and he's like you know, and then there's like super colon blow. <laughs> and they would have the one where it's like that that ball, like the super crazy yeah bouncy ball or something yeah. like that is made of made from a material that fell from space. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I feel like the crystal gravy was made from the water of Lake Erie, but maybe not. Maybe that's know. like, maybe don't... that is, maybe that's like a, uh, may, I, like, or maybe that's like Lake Erie uh, purified water or something like that. To see, that sounds more it like it. It that does. Maybe, funnier. but weirdly, maybe I've just like, com- like put these two in my head, like combine them into one thing somehow. Maybe. Uh, okay. So the other thing, the, the reason I, the reason it even popped into my head to ask about driving songs is a few weeks ago, uh, you and I, not on the show, uh, had started having a conversation about Modest Mouse, and then right. you said you wanted to save it for the show. Because, and the way that conversation got started is uh, you you were driving somewhere, and you I think you were listening to the album, and, and you said that the world no, at I large was, was like you know, a great sort of slow burner, like first, first song right. on an album. Um, you know, well, that, that was actually like when I was, song. when I, that was last time I was driving up to Akron. And I think yep, that there you go. when I was driving up to film something that was for the show that happened yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, but for some reason, you know, sometimes, you know, I put on Apple music and I like put on like, you know, Corey's radio station, which is just like pick pulled from songs that are, yeah, you know, that I've listened to a bunch, that it's like recorded that I've listened to a bunch, or that I like rated highly for one other one reason or another. Yeah. And uh, for some reason during this trip, this playlist was not being diluted by like the crap that my kids have listened to. Yeah. Because they all use, we're all like on the same like Apple account. So, a lot of times, things that they listen to will just get wrapped into as if I listen to them. So you and might get hit with some Imagine Dragons, it sounds like. It, I mean, I, I'm not going to deny that happening. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, it was just like hit. It was just like hit after hit after hit. And uh, Modest Mouse's The World at Large came on. And that is a song that I used to listen to a ton when I lived in New York. You know, one but of the, the things album I love or to just do, that song. Um, the album, kind of, but like I really like that song in particular. It's a good song. And uh, one of my favorite things to do when I lived in New York is that, and this is, I guess, maybe a conversation for either today or another time. But you know, when I got my iPod, I just like suddenly had all like my first iPod, and I had all these all this music available to me at all times and I love to just ride home and like look around on the subway or walk through the city and like imagine it as like a montage like a film montage or whatever yeah. or it's like the soundtrack to like whatever is happening yeah and uh you know like I listen to that song and I used to always have this uh like this like fake music video to that song for some reason uh, built in my head where it's just like a camera, like a still shot on a subway 
and it's like moving from stop to stop and different people are getting on and off of the train. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but that just got me thinking about how like that is like, that's a song I listen to a bunch. And it's, I, I love kind of a slow opener like that that's building yeah. up to to more. And I think that I asked you what is the better slow build up song is either that or uh, Next Exit off of um, Interpol's second album, Antics. Yes. And uh, that is a very good song as well. But I, I, World at Large is definitely a better song, I think. But they are both very good slow build up songs yeah and if you've never listened to like i mean i don't really listen to interpol very much but when i first moved to new york is right after their first album came out i had a friend who knew somebody who was like dating the bass player or something like that and they were kind of into them so i bought that first album and listened to it a whole bunch and i i really liked the second one and then i just like didn't listen to anything else after that yeah. Which is, I don't it's, it's always weird when, you know, you like an, a band and you listen to an album a whole bunch and then that's basically it. You don't listen to anything more, anything new out, like new that comes out afterwards. I mean, I think that's okay. Sometimes a band just comes out with an album that just resonates with you, you know? Right. Um, but no, see, I had said when you asked me that, because I'm not familiar with that Interpol songs, so I'm not really into Interpol, but I was saying that sort of for, uh, sort of like, Songs that maybe have, to a certain extent, the same kind of feel, not quite as much. For Modest Mouse, that I thought mm-hmm. that the opening track to their first album uh, was a better example, and in my opinion, a better song. Uh, and okay. that's the that's the song Dramamine off of uh, the album. The album's name is a mouthful. It's This is a Long Drive for Someone with Nothing to Think About. Right. Which, that whole album is... Like, I've probably listened to that album more times just since the last time we talked about it <laughs> than, than you've listened to Kid A ever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm a huge, like, I'm a longtime Modest Mouse fan, so. Right. Uh, and it's funny, because then I was like, oh, I'm going to make Corey a Modest Mouse uh, mix mini disc, and I started trying to do it. Because you had mentioned that you weren't really as familiar with their earlier stuff. No, because like Modest Mouse was around for kind of a while. Like they didn't, they got famous really, like played on the radio, kind of famous Um, because of Float On. Yeah, because of the the good news for people who love bad news. Yeah, which like that was like my first exposure to them. Right. As well. Yeah. You know, and that that album came out shortly after I, or shortly before I moved to New York, and. You know, that time, I just didn't listen to, like, a lot of varied stuff before I moved to New York. And then once I moved to New York, you're suddenly, you have all these, like... And it was kind of, like, during that indie boom of, like, different music coming out. Yeah. And, uh, like, that combined with getting my first iPod, you know, I'm suddenly, like, checking out all kinds of stuff that I would never have in a million years checked out when I was just, like you know, living in Western New York. Yeah. But, and that is like, that's a, a very good example, but I only really listened to, uh, good, good news for people who like bad news or bad news for whatever no. it is. Good news for people who for love people. bad news. Okay. Cause see, that's right. a so, paradoxical statement. 
Right. Um, that one and the, uh, the is it the moon in Ar- Antarctica? Yep. Is, like, was there one before that? There's a lot of and that, that, albums before that. Oh, yeah, I, but that, oh. that was the album that came out directly before, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, that's what I always assume was the case. Yeah. Well, um, you should listen to their first few. Because uh, like, that's what I was trying to say. I, was, I wanted to make you a mix, MD, but I don't think I can take all of the songs that I love from their early <laughs> albums yeah. and jam those even onto an 80-minute mini-disc. Right. Like, at the very least, like, this is a long drive you should listen to. And then okay. uh, the other album that I love is The Lonesome Crowded West. Okay. Which you also know, I'll, has I'll download both that of those. has a great opening. The opening track to Lonesome Crowded West is Teeth Like God's Shoe Shine, which is an awesome song, although that one is doesn't have the same uh vibe at all as uh Dramamine. Okay. So I'll I'll download one of those like the like the long drive one. I will yeah. download it cuz I have a you know, on Sunday I'm going to be driving back home and I'd be like it's about a 7-hour drive. Yeah. So I'll I'll download that that album and listen to it. They've you got know, good songs about driving too. So Yeah. Like Trucker's yeah. Atlas, that's a good song. Okay. And they I, have a know, song. I, that's why when you said a car was baby blue, I asked if it was a sedan cuz they have a song called Baby Blue Sedan. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh so I I will download that and listen to it and I'll I'll give right. you my review. Re- yeah, report on, back. On the on the next next episode. Um I feel like we should do stuff like that more often where we recommend something. And I try. I You said uh, I, uh, High Fidelity, and I watched it like nine times. I know. Well, now, and now I've, I've had Diamond Deli, so. Yeah, that's true. All right. I think credit we, we, we need to. We, we need to. Uh, maybe we don't do it in the very next episode, but we like keep on pushing it. Yeah. Until eventually it happens, and then we can do a review of it. Um so yeah, I'll, I'll download that album and listen to it. And you know, there is something like maybe I'll just listen to it on repeat. If I like it a lot, then I'll just like listen to it on repeat all the way home. And I think that's something that well, you don't want to get sick I, of it. I should I mean, do more often. If no, you were going to do that, I'd say listen to both albums and you know instead of listening to the one album over and over again. But sometimes you know you just like, if something hits you right, it's it's fine to listen to it. You know, when I was one time I was on a on like a uh, like a six, six seven hour drive, and I went to Goodwill right before. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy one CD and I'm just gonna listen to it on repeat the entire drive. Yeah, what did, what did that end up being? Uh, and it ended up being the album Star from the band Belly. No idea. They have, they have a song you might have heard called Feed the Tree. It's on that album. Uh, yeah, it's not ringing it's a bell it. for me, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good, but I just like listened to that CD over and over and over again, except for one song had uh, scratches in it, and it oh no skipped. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes they would play through it. Sometimes they wouldn't. You know something I just realized uh, might have been today. It was either today or yesterday. I forgot. I was online doing something, and I realized that I've been getting the band uh, Cracker confused with Uncle Cracker. Those are not the same people. No, no, not at all. It, Uncle Cracker's with a K, I think. It is, yes. 
yeah, yeah. I just I like that, that is Cracker like, had that song Low that was yeah, pretty popular. That's yeah. a, I like that song. And it's it's a good it's it's like a real uh it it has like it has a kind of a filthy sound to it. Like his yeah. voice has kind of a filthy, like dirty, like you know, like in a good way. Yeah. You know? I have a uh, like, I have a C D like that's like um I think I talked about it before. I have a C D that's like M T V buzz buzz cuts. Okay. You know, it's and it's just a bunch of like uh uh you know, that's what like MTV would call they'd have like some new like rock song that was like lighting up the charts but it was maybe a band that wasn't known for anything else yet yeah and uh so they made a, a CD compilation of that in like I don't know 96 or so and cuz it's got like creep by radiohead and uh it's got low by by cracker it's got okay. like bushes uh bushes first hit uh, uh although everything's zen yeah i think so uh, oh, oh! It's got a Dave Matthews band song on it, but not Crash. I bet. It, I bet it's Ants Marching. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I always skip that one because I play it in the car, and when that one comes on, I skip it. Oh, it's got Zombie, I think, by Cranberries. Okay. It's got a Cranberry song, but the best part of that CD—I don't know if you remember this—the uh, the last song on the CD is, um, and I don't know why this kind of happened, but do you remember like Danzig? released a live version of mother and it ended <laughs> yeah, the, up becoming like you... <laughs> really popular right and, right because i love that song but it was just like before yeah. that danzig was like you know i think more of like i don't want to say underground thank but... you like thank you at the end yeah at the end thank you i would just listen to a podcast where he's talking about specifically that song and he's like and i'm talking about the live version where he yeah. says thank you afterwards <laughs> I like that. I, I always, I always <laughs> notice that. I think that's cool. Danzig, the way he says it too. You know, thank you. Yeah. It's a really good version it, of the it, song, it, though. It, that, that's hilarious. That I was just listening to something, well, and it's it sparked that memory. Yeah. Just hearing it on the podcast yesterday when I was driving to Akron. I mean, and, if, you, uh, if you haven't and, listened to that song in a while, you should, because like, I mean, the crowd oh. is really into it, and they're all singing along, like. It's like everything that a live version of a song should be. Yeah. And it's an awesome song. Yeah. I mean, it is like that's the only real solo hit that he hit had. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember he's just like I, I remember the music video. Yes. You know, because he's like he's huge in that music video. Yeah. Oh, it's got uh, uh, there's a white zombie song on there. Is it a Thunder Kiss '65? No, no. So I guess what I said about it always being a band's first hit is not correct because it's got. Is, is uh, it a? Um, it's not more human than human. It is. Okay. Pretty sure. You know, it was like, I, I, it's I a can, good song. I, it's like. I thought White exactly. Zombie was yeah. pretty cool back then. I'll oh, admit yeah, it. yeah. Like, I had uh, the, the CD that Thunderkiss 65, uh, I bought that CD. Because if you remember, uh, that video was on Beavis and Butthead. Like, that's how I learned about about White Zombie. Okay. In yeah, fact, there's, yeah, it's funny because considering that kind of the whole idea of that with Beavis and Butthead was making fun, mostly, uh, of musicians uh i actually discovered a lot of music not a lot but a decent amount of music from watching games right. and butthead and but the, i mean there's times I, that might have been an example of uh you know when something 
like like you know is is like would strike Beavis and Buttheads like they they could get excited about it. They'd be like, "Oh, this is yeah. awesome!" Yeah, you know, it's it's always nice when they were watching something that they they themselves would get excited about. Yeah, for sure. Have Have you had a chance to watch that new the new version that's no. on uh, the Paramount I, Plus? No, because I, com- I I know they got greenlit forgot. for another another season. Oh. So, and I mean, like like Mike Judge, I don't I don't think he misses. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's never missed as far as I can can tell. Like, his things might not be hits right out of the gate, but they will stay yeah. in the uh, in the public sphere. Yeah. You know, because, like, as time goes on, that movie Idiocracy, it yes. just becomes more and more relevant. Oh, absolutely. And uh, it's just, it's funny because that movie, he finished it and it just, like, sat on a shelf for years. Oh, I didn't know that. Because they, they, didn't, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, like Fox didn't want to release it, and they just kind of sent it out to die eventually. And now, you know, you you see it get, uh, you know, mentioned here and there, and then sometimes clips will come up from it, and it's it's still it's it's still very funny, and just gets more and more relevant. I was watching. Uh, um, I don't know if you know who Rich Eisen is. Rich Eisen, mm-hmm. uh, he's like a sports. He has like a sports radio show. Uh, I enjoy because he there's it's a radio show, but they also video, you know, they have it. They record it on video and then they upload clips to YouTube. And okay. uh, for the most part, I just I can't stand radio uh, uh, sports talk hosts because they're all like these weird like alpha dogs that uh, act yeah, like they yeah. know way more like, you know, Skip Bayless or uh, 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 Colin Cowherd or Jim oh, Rome. Can, can, can just, you uh, can you? Can you pause for one second? Because I'm about to cl- cross state lines from Ohio into Pennsylvania. And I'm going to pass into Pennsylvania right now. Where it says, Pennsylvania, welcome to Pennsylvania. Pursue your happiness. Wow. What the sign said. Well, thank you so much for including all of us in that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. we all, in, a, in a way, we all just crossed into Pennsylvania. We, we all did. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Uh, it just happened three days before everybody else will hear it. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway, whatever. I don't like listening to those guys. Rich Eisen does not act like that like at all. Like Rich Eisen seems like a cool guy or whatever. And he has a lot of like celebrity guests come on the show. And uh, and he does like celebrity true or false is one of the things. Or he'll okay. get actors on and talk about, oh, yeah, you know, what was it like? Work on this movie, you got any stories, and they'll share cool stories or something. And uh, uh, it was interesting. They had Steven Root on the show. And, oh, cool. And uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, his character on Office Space. And uh, it was, he said, I guess the guy, they, he kept the red stapler, and he has it on top of his TV at home. But, like, you know, like some, some, you know, some actors or actresses get known for a certain thing. And right. then, like... You know, that's what they get stopped on the street for or fans send them stuff. So like Steven Root is constantly being sent red staplers in the mail, which I think is funny. <laughs> it's almost like that's like your own little personal hell, you know? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I guess there could be worse things to be known for, right? Yeah. Oh, this was interesting. I this is a kind of, I, I really appreciate little factoids like this. Uh, if you remember... What was the character's name? Why am I blanking on that? 
Wait, the what? Uh, of Milton? Milton, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you remember Milton wore those Coke bottle glasses. Right, right. Well, he was based on like a character from like the Mike Judge had like made up for something else. Uh, wasn't it like that? Wasn't it on Saturday Night Live? Character. I used to see like the little animated wasn't it on shorts. SNL? It may have been. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so so Milton wore those Coke bottle glasses. Right. So Stephen Root had to wear contact lenses <laughs> to make his vision worse. Well, to undo, like I guess I don't I mean I don't know how lens making works, but it's like he was wearing contact lenses that were like the opposite of the Coke bottle glasses. So that he could still see without, you know, whatever. But it still screwed up his vision. I don't know. I, I thought that was like, I thought that was interesting. I don't know. Is that That's interesting? Maybe it's because not. it's not like he was some huge character in the movie. It just seems like they could do that and just have him be like nothing that would actually, like not actual lenses. Yeah. You know what I mean? But how do you make, how would you make glasses look like Coke bottle glasses? without having them affect the actor's vision. Yeah. I don't I mean there's probably I mean probably now they would do it with a computer or something like in post. But, but I but I feel like he's he's like always sitting in that, at that desk in the entire movie. I don't think he even gets out of off the desk. I just can't imagine like why he would need yeah, to Yeah, I mean he's always Well, no, there's the scene with the cake, I suppose. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, but you're I mean, correct. Like, like he's... The, primarily, he's either sitting at his desk or then later sitting at his desk down in the basement. And then there's the scene with yeah. the cake, and then there's the scene towards, uh, or maybe it's at no, it's the last scene of the movie where he's uh, on the beach. And he said right, he was going right. to put strychnine in the guacamole. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like they could have easily not not have done that he could just see bad for a few seconds for a few minutes yeah out of his life i mean maybe i don't know maybe they had bigger plans for him so they were going to do that and then you know maybe he could burst out into a full-on i mean it, it yeah like a full-on like tom cruise like mad dash like through the office or something and he really needs to see yeah Uh, so I don't have I don't have anything for does it slap or should we eat it? Although I could pull something up on my phone if you really want to do it. But okay, well, how about if I just do this? How about if I just say uh, I mean, you did it last week? I feel bad. I no, you don't need to feel bad. I'm just like looking around to see if there's anything that I could. Uh, I mean, I I just always feel bad. That's my natural state. Yeah, well, I could. I mean, I could just like look at three cars around me. And we could decide what they we want them to be, or like ra like rank them, maybe. I don't Sounds know. Sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. Here, I, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet now. So, okay. but I'm just gonna hit you with uh, hit me something. All right. Uh, my eyes are so bad. <laughs> uh, oh, that's gonna make people mad. Oh, that's topical. Okay. Okay, would you rather um, play Final Fantasy X, uh, drink coffee that has gone cold, so not iced coffee, coffee that was hot, has been sitting on your desk too long, and has now gone cold, or uh, you're driving someplace 
and maybe you don't have all day and the gas light comes on in your car. So that's Final Fantasy I'll, I'll, X, I'll, Cold Coffee, or Gaslight. Yeah, well, I, I like Final Fantasy X, so I'd probably choose that over all of them. Oh, that's an easy one for you, then. I mean, that's... Final Fantasy X, I didn't even like it that much until I uh, until the ending, and then that made me enjoy oh. the game a lot more. I mean, that's not really a ringing endorsement. Well, if you, if you suffer through the 40 hours... Uh, there's well, a rewarding the thing is, ending. Is that it, it retroactively, retroactively made me enjoy everything that came before. I just remember hating the blitz ball. Yeah, well, you I just felt to, like it was so gimmicky. Required to do it once, and I think it's impossible to lose. Yeah, I, I feel. I guess but, I suspect maybe it's like the same as Final Fantasy VIII. You know, like I need to go yeah. back and play them. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I think I maybe mean, now I'm, I'm a little bit more tolerant. You know, you should. Uh, you should. You should put it on your Vita. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's that's a, a good idea. The, the, the HD remaster is on the Vita. Yeah. Or you could get it on a Switch if you needed to. you probably get... The The problem with the Switch version is that... And also with the Vita version is that the cartridge only has the first game on it. And then yeah. uh, 10.2 is, is download only. But, you know, 10.2 isn't super required, I think. I mean, I'd probably just if I don't have it anymore, I'd probably just buy a copy of the PS2 yeah. game. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to play Ten Two and you wanted it like on cartridge, you didn't want like a like a download of it. Yeah. The Japanese Switch version has both games on the cartridge. And you can switch the language to English. Yeah, it, it'll just it'll switch to whatever your system is set to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that on the Switch where games will have the English language already on it. Yeah. Hey, speaking I mean, of, the, want, I mean, you could even import like the uh, the Switch version of uh, that has um, Final Fantasy seven and eight on it on, oh, a, on a cartridge. I mean, I have so many different ways to play Final Fantasies. Wait, wait, you're saying there's a, a release that has seven, eight, ten, and ten two? No, no, no. It has oh, oh. seven and eight oh, on oh. one cartridge. That's kind of cool. It has like like the eight remastered and the seven. But you know, it's nice though because if you want to like hurry through them, you can. It has like like fast forward. In oh it. well, like yeah, I guess I don't know. I just I mean, I like playing games like the original way. Like I'm saying, oh, I'm perfectly sure. happy just playing on uh, yeah. my PlayStation. Which, by the way, uh, I just got yesterday. I got my X Station uh, and. Uh, from Laser Bear, I got you know that thing that goes in the the you know like the 3D print. Yeah, the, the 3D thing. print thing that goes where the optical drive was, and then that has yeah. the socket on it for the SD card. I got both of those items. Good so stuff. now I just have to find an installer. So I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm mean, trying to get Voltar to do it, but I don't know how backed up he is right now. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's Horde did my Sio installation, but, but he's uh, in the UK, isn't he? No, no. Oh, um, but I know he stopped doing uh, work for a while, and he's in the process of building a new shop. I think on his property. And oh, I don't know. Cool. I don't know where he's at on that, but uh, uh, he also. I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, the Dragon's Horde guy uh, recapped the motherboard in my Mac Classic. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I asked him, I'm like, look, I got this Mac Classic. It needs to be recapped. 
can I just take the motherboard out and send it to you? Because, uh, you know, you right. can buy a, a capacitor kit for it from I don't know where. And I remember him telling me, he was just like, I can replace the capacitors, but you're just going to send me the motherboard, so I'm going to have no way to test it after I... Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, you know, I trust you or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I sent him my PlayStation and the and the Mac Classic uh, motherboard. And, you know, sure enough, I got the motherboard back and I stuck it in the Mac Classic, fired right up, worked perfectly. So... <laughs> Uh, the guy knows what he's doing, but uh, Heck yeah. the uh, the PlayStation that had the Sio mod from Dragon's Horde—that's uh, the one I'm going to have the X station put in because uh, you don't actually have to take out the uh, Sio mod; you can just leave it. Oh wow! Okay, you know? like it's so not—it's not hurting anybody. It's just like because it's a switch—you uh, know—it's like a switchboard where right. if the Sio is not installed, you can boot a disc, but that. PlayStation already doesn't the reason I had that one modded is the optical drive was broken and so I just took the optical drive out and threw it away so there's nothing to switch to because that PlayStation doesn't have an optical drive but so apparently you just the two mods don't interfere with each other so I can just have the X station put in there and just use it like that and then the Sio mod will be in there just not doing anything because that oh because that PlayStation uh, Dragon's Horde also recapped the power supply so I want to keep using okay. that PlayStation. Uh, that's, that's well. All I somebody, have to say about if you that, need somebody so. to do it, they yeah. should reach out to you. Like when they hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said I'm. I mean, I guess there's Mobius. I could have Mobius do it. There's like uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got some options, I guess. Yeah. I just feel like there's not enough of those guys, and so generally speaking, those guys are all like have they're all backed up with work. Yeah, and and you know like the landscape changes over time too. Probably like even since the last time you had any work done, you never know who's like, who might still be around. True. Or who might be might be taking a break. Yeah. You know, it's you just you just never know. Like all the people that that you reliably go to might not be available right now. Yeah, yeah. And there might be be, be new reliable people. True. Yeah. Well, that's, I asked Voltar. I just said, hey, if you don't have time, do you have yeah. anybody else you could recommend? Um. Yeah. So I have kind of this other weird thing going on. Like, you know, I mentioned in the last episode that I was balls deep in uh, Famicom baseball games. And uh, (laughs) yeah, so I was playing. So I don't know a lot about, you know, character mappers or whatever the hell it's called. I don't you know, I don't get into the technical side of video games. Yeah. I just want to play the mapper chips that are on the. Yeah. um, In the cartridge. Yeah. Because those are just used to expand the capabilities of the cartridge. Right. But so I'm having this weird thing where uh, all of the Family Stadium games, which there was a lot, because uh, mm-hmm. Family Stadium games came out every year from 86 to 94. That's what we got uh, here. The first Pro Yaku Family Stadium is what we got as RBI Baseball. So, like, everybody knows that oh, game. Okay. You just don't know it under that name. But, uh, you know, here the, the, two, the two series uh, diverged because uh, after the first one, all the subsequent RBI baseball games that we got here were made by uh, Tengen, and you know in Japan they all, they all continued to be made by by Namco. But uh, that's the only point. Me saying that is that in Japan there's this whole series of games made by Namco, you know, based on the first one. But anyway, right. uh, if I play those games either on my Mister or on my Analog Pocket using Open FPGA. 
there's all these graphical glitches. But I was trying to look up like this. It have some kind of special mapper chip or something, and I couldn't find anything. But the the weird thing is that I can play those games on my uh, NT Mini Noir uh, 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 jailbroken, you know, or whatever. Have you? And it works fine. Tr- on the analog pocket, have you tried the different? Uh, I think that there's two different like emulators or what, or two different cores for NES games on the pocket. Oh like no, that's one a good point. That was made by, and that was it, but the if you try the spiritualized one, yeah, I'll try that. That that might work, especially if it works on the on the pocket or on, on the analog antique. Spiritualized yeah. is like is the Kevtris core. Oh, I should definitely try that then. I so just thought it was weird, that like that it's only with those two. Uh, yeah, just because like you know, I, I, I can use the NT to record the gameplay footage, and that's fine. And plus, I right, have right. physical copies of I think still, every game in the series. Yeah, but I mean, one. you wanted to. But I just like you know, if I'm if I'm on the go, because I'm trying to play these games a lot, so that I can hopefully have interesting things to say about them. So it would right. be nice to be able to play it on the go on the pocket. But mm-hmm. I, all those games are unplayable on the pocket because of these weird. So I'm gonna try what you said. Yeah, yeah. Try try the spiritualized core and see if that will work. Uh, yeah. The chances are pretty probably good that they will. Okay. That I'll, it will. Because uh, I think that the other one is is a port of the Mister Core. Oh well, then that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. I wish I had my pocket in front of me, but I don't. Uh, yeah. Upstairs. Well, you can. It'd be against the rules, anyways, to try it out right now. Well, I don't know. That's I mean, not looking it, something up on the internet, though. Yeah. I don't know how. You know. I don't know how wide-ranging these rules are. You're, I, mean, I think you're right. It's on the line a little bit. It's a little bit, a little out of line to start playing a video game on the show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, we're at 90 minutes now, so I don't know if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is probably up. a good, good way to wrap it up. If people like this format. Yes. I mean, I am, I am so into, uh, you know, doing like recording episodes of the podcast here and there on location yeah you know i could be like i would take in the dog for a walk well or, I, did, uh, I mean i just feel like part of the problem is like you know i didn't think that the three hour time difference was going to make that big of a deal but i just feel like it kind of makes it harder for us to find times to record right and you know i think if you have the flexibility of being able to record you know because like normally we wouldn't be able to do this because you're driving and so this makes it possible right and so I mean, I'm curious to see how the audio is going to sound. Like, is it because I mean, unless the audio is like really bad, I don't see why we wouldn't keep doing this. Like not every week, but I'm saying when necessary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just as long as everything sounds good, you know, it's nice to get reports from the field sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Like in, you know, in, in, well, I'll get in some of the, some vitamin D. I guess. Yeah. And I mean, really, uh, like, I've heard people say, like, you know, if you uh, if you're getting into like podcasting or you're trying to do a little bit of VO for your your YouTube show or whatever, and you don't have a place in your house to do it, that's like, you know, acoustically appropriate. You know, people will say, like, if you can go record in your car. Right. Uh, just because of or all like the upholstery closet. and everything in there, like, you know, you can you get pretty good sound quality generally if you record something in your yeah. car. So but of course, that's not hurtling down the freeway. So, yeah, uh, we'll have to see. But I can't, you know, like you and I are talking on the phone right now. Uh, 
so it's not that's not the audio I'm going to hear when you give me what you recorded. But I cannot hear any road noise uh, at all. Well, hopefully. What are you driving I, like a know, Lincoln Town Car or something? No, I I I'm drink, driving my car. It's yeah. a uh, it's a Ford Focus. Yeah. A uh, 2018 Ford Focus. That's like a, um, like a little hatchback. That's right or no? No, no. Because my like my coworker's got a Ford Focus and it's like a little hatchback, but I don't know if they have different. Uh, yeah models or whatever focus no i mean in some cases uh if i if i was taking a trip like this and i was going straight home after this for this distance i would have probably rented a car because the the company will either pay my gas mileage or they'll pay for yeah a car rental yeah and in a lot of cases i think that if i was just going straight home i would absolutely have just rented a car Right. So, I didn't, you know, just like save on the wear and tear. But since I'm going to Jamestown after this, I was like, oh, I, well, I guess I got to. Uh, I guess I have to, uh, you know, drive my own car. But the cool thing is, like, they basically, you know, like they pay for my round trip. So the only gas that I don't get reimbursed for is driving from Erie to Jamestown and whatever yeah. driving I do in Jamestown. That's not bad. Yeah. So. You know, like in a way, it's the same way. With, like if I have to fly someplace, yeah, uh, and I can go a couple of days early to visit family or something like that. Like I did that when I, I had to work, do some stuff in Florida, a couple of weeks ago, and I just flew. You know, like the, the company pays for me to fly down there, but I flew down at, like two days early to spend some time with family, yeah, and then they still pay for my flight back. So. You know, there's nothing wrong with just going a couple of days early or, you know, doing some other stuff. It's just it's one of those cool things about like a like a kind of a side perk, I guess, to like jobs like this. Yeah, sure. Or if you're traveling, you know, if you want to wrap in some other things, there's there's, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if it's going into a weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. I didn't have to use the cough button one single time today. Dude, you're you're like, so you're like basically completely better. Like I didn't even have to like clear my throat. So yes, I think I'm uh, firing on all cylinders finally. So that's that's uh, awesome. I'm finally gonna that's, make a new episode of Weekend Rental. Uh, I think today. Oh, I, weren't you just but, working on one though, right? Yeah, I took a picture and posted it. Yes, but uh, yeah, uh, I ended up not recording it that day. I just I was playing the game and I intended to record. Sometimes it's more fun just to get and set then up. I ended up and not doing it. And then not doing um, it. Yeah, something came up, or I forgot what. There, there <laughs> yeah, was some kind like of reason, sometimes... but um, you know. But I, I, so, I had said that I was going to do Rambo three, and I still am going to do Rambo three, but not this week. But you know, I posted that screenshot, and I mean, it's not a very helpful screenshot. Like, I wouldn't expect someone to know what game that was unless they're really into that game. But I was surprised that nobody uh, on social media was able to guess what game it was. Did you let everybody know what it was eventually? No. Or you, you do, no. Oh. They can wait and see. It was a, a driving game of some sort. It is. I'll tell you because the, the video will be out before this podcast is out. Uh, it's, oh, okay. It's RC to go on the PlayStation. Oh, okay. But again, like based on the screenshot I showed, I wouldn't expect anybody to get that. There's nothing yeah, in that screenshot I, that like. I didn't even know that was a, uh, got like a U.S. release or whatever. I think it's the only Dego game that got released in the West. Oh, okay. You know, because, of course, Densha Dego yeah. was the big, you know, and then there was, like, uh, Jet Dego, 
Keisha, was it Keisha Dego, which was like driving a steam locomotive and then RC Dego. And okay. for some reason, it's, it's strange that we only got RC Dego. And what's even more strange is that it was released here by, uh, I think it was Acclaim, who already had uh, like an RC car series, which, which I think was called Re- oh, Revolt. Okay. So it's odd yeah. that of all people, they would be like, oh, we'll release that for you. But I'm glad they did. Because RC to yeah. go is a really cool game. Yeah, I you know I always get it mixed up with. I mean, I don't get it mixed up with, but uh, you know, you ever played the RC Stunt Copter game on on PS One? I think I might have checked it out at some point, but I have not played it uh, at length. Um, it's pretty neat, and it's it's fairly fairly cheap. But when you get the X Station installed, you should check it out. Yeah, well, I mean, I have the Sio. I could still check it out right now. Um, but if it's supported, I don't even know. That's what true. Works that's and true. Don't work. But it was funny because I, you know, I just kind of decided like I don't want to do Rambo three this week. I need to play it some more first, you know, because I was kind of yeah. geared up and ready before I got COVID, where I felt like okay, I can play this game and get pretty deep into it. But then, you yes. know, I put it down for a month basically, and I'm like, well, I want to go play it some more and get my chops yeah. back up before I play the game. And so I was like, well, I'll just play something different. And I've been in kind of a PlayStation mood lately, so I was like, oh, I just figured I'm gonna go look at my PlayStation shelf and see what I've got, and I've got RC to go there. And so I pulled it out. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll play this. And what what pushed it over the edge is I flipped it over, and you know, on PlayStation games, it's got the little section at the bottom that talks about like how many memory blocks it takes, and yeah. like it's you know, can you play it with the analog controller? And it specifically said, uh, you know, that it was compatible with like an analog driving controller. And then, like, the little graphic that it used looked like it had, like, these two arrows going in opposite directions in, like, a twisting motion. And I was like, I think you're making reference to a Nejicon. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I got to check that out. And so I came downstairs with my Nejicon, plugged that in. And, yeah, the game's got, like, baked-in Nejicon support. That's cool. In the same way that, like, Wipeout does. Like, if you, if you have a Nejicon plugged in... When you go to set the controls in the game, it shows a Nejicon instead of a normal PlayStation controller. And yes, you, I got I got to get myself one of those. In the same way that you want me to buy a GunCon two or GunCon three or whatever it is, you need to get everybody. If you're a PlayStation fan, everybody out there should have a Nejicon. I think that's the best third party controller, uh, certainly it's ever made for the PlayStation, but maybe just period as far as like. Once you play games like Wipeout with a Nejicon, you, at least for me, you can't go back to a regular controller. There's no going back. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll I'll uh, when I when I park and I get all set up and everything, and I got some time before the event tonight. Yeah. We'll see how much they go for on. Yeah, I really have no eBay. idea. I'm sure they're not cheap, but you know, I'm sure yeah. you can you can get one. Yeah, you never know. All right, we should probably wrap it up because I yes. like I'm going to be there in 15 okay. minutes, but I'm about to get out the expressway, and it's going to be like direction after direction coming through uh my my headphones here or my yeah. my earbud my sing my singular earbud yes yes uh all right well then in that case uh you've been listening to episode 34 of here's my question for you the dave matthews who would never uh dump the solid and liquid waste from his tour bus into a river while he was driving over a bridge uh <laughs> band and uh yeah uh, I mean, that's not, you know, people, I'm sure Dave Matthews himself took a lot of heat for that, but I'm, I'm sure he had nothing to do with the decision yeah. to dump the, the septic tank and the tour bus into the river. 
You know, but I'm going to give for, him. be forever known for yeah, that. But I'm going to give Dave the benefit of the doubt and say that I'm sure that nobody said, hey, Dave, do you mind if we do yeah. this? You know? I, I do got to say that uh, the Dave Matthews Band drummer, Car- Carter Buford, is, is, is an amazing drummer, though. Oh, all right. He's got, like, yeah. a, he's got a, a gigantic, enormously gigantic drum set. All right. Well, I, I will, next time I'm listening to some DMB, I will pay extra attention to the drumming. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Take care.